0: Welcome in to the KSR Football Podcast, presented by our friends at Justice Dental, where you can call them today, 859-543-0700, to schedule your appointment at either one of their convenient Lexington locations. Justice Dental, the one-stop shop for all your dental needs. I'm Nick Rouse, joined by Drew Franklin, Freddie Maggard, and Adam Luckett, where tonight we are going to be getting into the Tennessee game, might do a little venting, and um, yeah, yeah. It um it stinks. It stinks being here in the middle of a three game losing streak, but I don't want to start with a negative. I want to start with a positive. Um because our quarterback, now Drew's quarterback, full time quarterback, Will Levis, just stroke of genius in his NFL debut. So much so that many people are saying, um actually many people are already booking their trips to Canton for his Hall of Fame induction. I, I can't wait. Truly
1: a remarkable start in Nashville. I predicted last week that he would actually get murdered. Um, he did not get murdered. He did quite the opposite. And I thought it was a near perfect game by Will Levis. So it didn't it didn't fix what happened Saturday that we will address. But Sunday did bring an unexpected smile to at least my face my, and a lot of Kentucky fans who kept up with that too. A very unexpected debut by Levis. Incredible.
0: I mean, it was as good as it could have possibly been. There, there was no... <laughs> yeah. He did everything right. Everything yeah. that I could see. Even the – the I know you mentioned on the radio, but when I saw him take the sack to make them burn the timeout, I was like, wh- he's he's not just like ripping it and being awesome. He's even being the smartest football player ever.
1: Earlier in the game, he was getting pulled down. And he, he threw it and hit Derrick Henry in the foot to avoid getting grounding and getting a sack. He hit on – all. he had one throw that was incredible that didn't get caught off of back foot. I mean, four touchdowns and all the stats going around that Tannehill had two all season going into that. But who had Levis getting four touchdowns? Not me. Certainly
2: not me. And he wasn't – didn't have a bum foot. Wasn't playing on a bum foot anymore. So that was – it was like, oh, yeah, he can move around. He can not do some <laughs> – he can not do some stuff. He wasn't playing at, you know, whatever, 60% or whatever he was at last year. He also
1: two tush pushes. Oh, Double tush t- push. Two for two on the tush push. They might have one in Nashville.
0: Kind of cool too when he's got guys running free open and he can just like let him run underneath it too. It's kind of nice when they're not like all covered up downfield.
1: Yeah, there's, there's, uh, I didn't even know you could be excited about the Titans. I didn't know that feeling existed, but it's, uh, it was a nice, nice way. You know the, the meme where you put the mask over your crying face when you're, you know, on the back of it, the eyes were bleeding. That was me on Sunday. Still football pain, but that covered it up for 24 hours.
0: Is there any like, – what, what's the ceiling is the roof here, Drew? Like how how are expectations now for Will Lovis? I mean, I was teasing, but like realistically, I mean, can he, can he get your Titans into the playoffs this year?
1: Uh, Jacksonville's pretty hot. I mean, it is the worst division in football. The problem is I thought we were all in on the rebuild. So now it's like are we back or are we rebuilding are we just going to finish in the middle of the pack? I don't – I either want to tank and uh, link him up with Marvin Harrison Jr. for the next decade, or I want to win the division, not in between. But I, unfortunately, I think they're just going to kind of win a few more games and do the in-between.
0: Well, and it's almost like the the best thing that could happen is if they just let Tannehill suck and, and tank the year. It's like, all right, we'll keep you for next year, Will. Just go ahead and suck it up, uh, Tannehill. He'll um, be a
1: Minnesota Viking by tomorrow.
0: Is that uh, – that would make sense, wouldn't it? <laughs>
1: the Jets, he's got to go somewhere. It's clear that he's taking his last snap.
2: I saw someone tweet out Jameis Winston to the Vikings, and I just want that. Can we sign up for that oh right now? Oh, my well, gosh, My Sunday's need Jameis Winston interceptions.
0: Or just Jameis throwing it 100 yards to Justin Jefferson once he gets yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, man, that could be fun. Well, I hope uh, if you all were, were getting in on the action on Sunday – with our friends at Prospects, that you hit the square for Levis more touchdowns because, I mean that just I mean that was basically a free square, and that's what you do. You you pick different squares, you pick different players in whatever sport. Whether it's NFL, college, uh, World Series right now. Brandon Fott, uh, local guy here, uh, a former Shamrock Bellarmine Knight, pitching in the World Series. You can pick squares on his strikeouts for tonight. He went one, two, three to start the night. So. Go ahead, add a little play with Prize picks. And when you put in promo code KSR, they're going to match your deposit, your first one, up to $100, 100%. So you stick in $100, bucks, they will throw in 100 more for you to play. I don't, that, that's a different uh, company, but I always like that saying, add a little play in your day. Just do that with Prize picks. There's so many sports happening right now. You can cross different lines. The Sports Equinox is happening tonight. So go ahead. Dell the prospects app put in promo code ksr they'll match your first deposit up to a hundred percent up to a hundred bucks right now with our friends at prospects we got to say some nice things to start off the show um we've already said we've already gotten some things off our chest about the tennessee volunteers Freddie, do you do you have any thoughts any anything you would like to say about that 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 school
3: about the school or the game <clears throat>
0: Uh, both
3: <laughs> I'm glad it's 3 hours from here that's the, that's the compliment I got yep that's a nice thing uh, the game I mean to me there were moments in the game that the adventure the eventual winner was going to win or lose the football game Tennessee won those moments and Kentucky went away right where there would be a critical drive critical play just the game-changing, big moments in the game. Tennessee stepped up. Kentucky did not. The Vols won. It's that easy.
0: Yeah, it, agree. It felt like we agree. talked a lot about that too the week before, like it. Where it was just like, hey, situational football.
2: Yeah, I mean, just in a football game, there's going to be high-leverage situations. You have to win. A lot of times, they come in the fourth quarter. Sometimes they come at the end of the half. Kentucky didn't win them. Tennessee won them. Uh, Kentucky didn't win them the last time we saw them before the Tennessee game, Missouri did. Like, I kind of look at the Missouri and Tennessee games very similar. Um, things really unraveled on Kentucky uh, against Missouri. They didn't as much against Tennessee. But at the end of the day, like, you got to go out, like, it's a 50-50 game. got to go win it. And Tennessee went and won it. Kentucky didn't. And it, it was just frustrating because um, I think – there were some, I think, in-game coaching decisions made that you could disagree with. That they might want back, and that had a part in the game. But then, in the end, you know, throw a shovel pass, you got the guy hit behind the line of scrimmage. You got to bring him down. Can't let him get a first down. Uh, you're down, What were they? They were. They cut. They get the field goal. They cut it to six-point game. You got to get the. You got to get off the field. Give your offense at least a chance to go win the game. Um, they situationally in the fourth quarter, winning time in a high-level situation. They came up short, and that was disappointing. No no getting around it.
0: Yeah, and it's – the thing too, Drew, is like I think a lot of people still feel differently even though the Missouri and Tennessee games did unfold in similar fashion, right? Like you're at home. You've got a team you're on the ropes. It's close game in the fourth quarter. Two-point game, you're trailing. One-point game, you're ahead. But yet I, I – I feel a little bit different about the games and it might just be because they passed the ball uh and and caught it. Um, but at the same time it was equally as frustrating that Kentucky just couldn't tackle anybody and especially they couldn't tackle that stupid team in the orange that they never can seem to tackle.
1: Yeah, I wanna be happy and excited that uh Larry had what three seventy two or whatever it was. Um and I wanna be happy that four penalties, twenty yards. If you told me that before the game, I'm ready to have a parade. But they still lost to Tennessee, and I just I don't do silver linings or moral victories or well at least we did this against Tennessee. It's three times in my lifetime. I'm just tired of losing to them. Uh, you had that beautiful rant after the game that went super vir- viral on Sunday. Uh, I mean, you I think you spoke for everyone. It's just it's something about it being Tennessee that I don't. I mean, I might care later in the week that Leary had 372, but right now I I still don't care because they didn't get the job done at home when it was right in front of in front of them.
0: Because part of me too, Freddie. Like I, I can see, you know, the team went down ten nothing. Uh, it was three and out, four. Now they could have very easily spiraled just as badly and as poorly as they did after that fake punt against Missouri. But they showed a little bit of resolve. um the, there was some stuff there where I'm like, you know, I think they're you know, Stoops is talking about them playing more selfless, and I'm and I want to like bite and like you know get the hook and, and pull me in. But at the same time it's like it's 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 a Halloween where we why are we just now figuring out how to be selfless like can we not can we not do that like a month ago I mean there, there's there's part of me that I just can't I can't buy all the way in on the uh, uh optimism the re- the reason to be optimistic for Mark Stoops because it's just like man it was right there it was right there for the taking
3: it was there for the taking and if you look at the numbers it's it's a I mean, the two teams got there differently, but it was even as you can get, right? So it it all goes to situation, Uh, and and mainly with the Tennessee defense or offense and the Kentucky offense. But defensively, any time the quarterback throws for 86%, the best running back averages 11 yards a carry for over 100 yards, you're not going to win the football game. Simple as that. And then the, the the run, the tackles, you know, the tackling is poor. The fits were worse. I mean, it was it was a bad performance. And you know, you, you get <laughs> two fifty three on the ground, you're not going to win like that. And uh, you know, it's just it's, it's concerning for me the defense more so. Uh, I'm like I'm with whoever said it. I don't know if I can get excited, you know, because like 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 you said, where's it been? I mean, why does it take eight games for this team to become unselfish and I'm glad they are, but, you know, for me, this weekend, again, as a crossroads, whatever you wanted to call it, but, you know, bowl eligibility is coming into the discussion, and and that's something that we should not be talking about this year is is getting to that magical number. Uh, But that's where this team sits right now after losing three in a row with a very difficult schedule coming up.
0: In the run defense part was concerning. I know that Tennessee plays with a different tempo, like it. But this was the strength of the team, and uh, you know, th- there's going to be times when you play a team like Tennessee that they 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 run the ball well. They do that like they're going to create some holes. It was the w- inability to really slow them down once they got like just like get them to the damn ground. Like why are they getting six seemingly five or six extra yards after every carry? Whether they're getting running into bodies at the line of scrimmage, or they're getting uh, one person to wrap up three yards down, it felt like they kept falling forward all night, and it was just aggravating yards time and time again that really cost Kentucky to where when they finally did get stops, Tennessee was kicking field goals instead of punting it.
2: Yeah, run defense was an issue, but you look at some of the, a lot of Tennessee scores; they just pass that they can't they can't force incompletions. I mean, you got a cornerback that falls down on a go route to give up a touchdown to a guy, to a receiver that hadn't really done anything all year for Tennessee.
0: His name was Nimrod for crying out loud.
2: <laughs> so that, guy, that can't happen. Two, like, two-minute drill. Where Kentucky was before Milton scrambles and throws that to White, like, all you have to do right there is don't give up an explosive play. If you don't give up an explosive there, they're not going to be in field goal range. And you're going to go to the half. The half's going to end in – in a hail mary, um, and then it made it even worse. Milton, like the worst thing to do right there, if you're Milton, is to kind of scramble there and waste time. So, like that, everything was going in Kentucky's favor, and you just you get lost in coverage. Another one, um, you dive for a ball that you have no business diving on on second and twenty, I mean, and you allow them to get a cheap first a forty one yard game to set up another score scoring chance. Like the pass defense is a it's a major major problem right now. For whatever reason, and it's three games in a row where it's just been it's been an issue. Uh, Missouri they did a good better job taking away explosives, but they still got it gave up a ton of underneath stuff. that let them let them move the ball methodically, um, and they just can't cover people right now. And so I think that's when you can't do that, that's eventually going to leak into your run defense. And I think that happened on Saturday, Tennessee. You know they have a lot of different challenges, and they they're doing a lot more with the QB run, design run. Now it makes it a little tougher to fit to fit up. Uh, but at the end of the day, they can't they can't stop the pass right now, and that that talk that's the balance that goes back and forth. Uh, and they just got a lot of problems right now. They played three good offenses in a row, um, but they haven't been up to snuff in either, either of them. Haven't played well enough to win either of those games, and that is that's not how Kentucky wants to be built. That's not how they built this team. That's not how they built this roster. That's not how they game plan, um, they're not they they can't. They're not built to win like this. they got to get some stops. And, like, to me the biggest concerning part was at the end, we've seen Kentucky give up some big numbers and get into some shootouts. But we've always seen them have a chance with the ball to go win the game at the end, it seems like to me. Right, you, you look back to Tennessee 2021, uh, you look back at Ole Miss 2020, I believe they had the ball, a chance to win the game. Even Louisville back in 2016, you could find a way to get a stop and you get a chance to go away and win the game. They couldn't get the stop, and they had a couple opportunities there on that last drive. That that that's a that's very concerning um, to me. And the defense, they just have a lot to work out. And it's almost like you plug one hole, right? You figure out the passing game, and then oh, yeah. uh, the this water comes, is this is Vegas holes, vacation. Two yeah. more holes show up in your pool. And need so more gum. Yeah, we need a lot of Trident over here.
0: Yeah, but um, there was um, – uh, and one of the person in the chat asked, did they not practice tempo in practice? I mean, yeah, they do, but it's not – it's not the same as being in the game. Like, it's just – it's just not. You can't simulate it with a scout team. But, uh, Freddie, I got a question for you because it's – Brad White's taking a lot of hell, um, and, you know, rightfully so. Like, they they've been – they went from not allowing thirty plus points for like once in three years, seemingly to three in a row. So yeah, there's there's some criticism there. Um, do we? Stoops said tonight that the scheme is right. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? And if so, then what then? What's wrong right now? What's wrong?
3: I don't see any structure or schematic changes that produces that produce top five defenses. Right. So. I mean, I don't see any holes in the structure or anything uh, schematic that that I think is weird or, or not right. I just think a lot of it is 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 smart is playing smarter football and then winning one-on-one situations, right? Whether it be in pass defense, whether it be engaging a blocker, making a tackle. You know, I saw I saw a lot of running around or side. Stepping blocks, and when you do that, that's when you get you know long runs. So you know it's a it's it's a it's it's a course of stuff right now. And it, it you know of all Tennessee will have many passes. Milton completed eighteen passes, twenty-one attempts, zero passes defended. That means Kentucky got their hands on zero football. So that not only were Tennessee completing, we well, didn't Kentucky didn't get a hand on anything. So. I don't think structural. I don't think it's different. I think that uh, Kentucky has been exposed at depth, that cornerback really bad, and and maybe some roster management in that secondary. Then the linebackers got to play better. I mean, everybody's picking on the secondary. There's there's some stuff to go around with the linebackers too as far as run fits and, and, and engaging blocks. So there's a lot to it. I, I don't want to get complicated, but I don't see anything structurally uh, weird or anything like that, Nick. I just think... Think they have to execute better. They have to play better. They have to practice better. They just have to be better individual football players. Because when you get spread out like that, and an offense like Tennessee, you get exposed. It's a lot of one-on-one. My guy, your guy, and their guy's won more than ours.
2: It's twice in three years now where we've gotten to this point in the schedule, and the secondary is a pretty big personnel problem on the team. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, this is kind of a trend now. So they've got to figure out why that why why that's happened twice now in three seasons. That that's probably the most concerning point to me with when you're looking at the defense. And I, you know they need more depth at corner, but I, I also don't think like Hairston and Phillips are the top of the problems when you're start talking about just the defensive back situation. Like that safe the safeties were supposed to be that that was supposed to be maybe the best position group on the team. Now, injuries hurt. You know, you miss Geiger for really the entire three-game chunk, the toughest schedule, or the toughest point of the schedule you're going to go through, um, just back-to-back offenses like that. So that hurts not having him, and you miss it for half of that. But but they're just not getting good play from safety, and then the corner is what it is. We knew that that was going to be a struggling point, but they don't have any depth there that they can't work in, guys. And so that it's just – the whole it's a problem right there and it's you get I think that's going to be an off season like how did it get like this and how do we prevent it from from that happening again and I think after the year that's probably going to be a talking point for Mark Stoops is going to be you know we've got to have more resources available if stuff happens yeah. in the secondary
0: well and and what you saw is you had it's I'm not going to just sit here and make excuses but like look what this is the portal era right so love it and Childress have great years to end the season Geiger's back from injury so Kobe Albert's like eh. I know I'm just finishing my true freshman year but I'm not gonna be playing anytime soon so let me go to Mississippi State well he's a former four-star star star. he goes there he plays a game but he has to have season-ending knee injury but like that's a four-star that you could really use right now right another four-star that they brought in this year uh you know I don't know how effective those guys would be right now but Grady Judd you know he he has knee surgery Beginning well, of the season too.
2: Nick Fito-Tisnell gets the dismissed.
0: Yeah, they replace exactly.
2: him with they replace him with Kevin Larkins. Larkins never shows up for whatever reason. So yeah. that's boom D2, boom yeah. after. Yeah, that's boom boom after the season starts. So that's that's a body right. That's a b- person right there that you could have went out and got and had something right there, and you've got nothing um, to that. You get us you sign a safety who can't play like right now. Jeremiah Anglin, he's a freshman, but he mm-hmm. can't play. He's he's injured um Elijah Reed uh, is he playing safety or is he playing cornerback I don't know like are you bouncing him back and forth what's going on there um and you know thank goodness Ty Bryant is yeah where he's, he's at saved he can apps. help you right now <laughs> and so that might be a you know a glimmer of hope when you talk when you're projecting out forward and I for me I, I mean one of those spots should be his um what I've seen the last two weeks compared to everyone else
0: it um it's not ideal, um, but I guess if we want to do silver lining, Drew, I know you don't like silver linings. Here's one. It's okay. Um, I'll play. Um, Mississippi State is not running the air raid anymore. That's silver good. lining. Yeah. Silver lining. Ooh, not silver lining. It's Starkville. hmm Not good. Mm-hmm. Not good, Bob. What was the quote that Mark Stoops had today? Um, we haven't had a lot of success there. It's like, oh, is that how we're going to describe it? <laughs> We've got our ass kicked there every year forever. We've played look, some close games against that team. It's like, yeah, at Kroger Field. even done diddly down in Starkville. It's has been I look for, terrible.
2: I, I look forward to being the streak buster in my first Starkville trip.
0: Oh, man. We need it. Like, we – oh, <laughs> God, it's uh. – <laughs> I, w-
1: I was there the last time they won. That feels like 40 years ago. I think I was a child. So I just got we- come-
0: – I just got my driver's permit the last time that Kentucky won in Starkville, okay? It was half my lifetime ago. 2008, all right? Oh, that that's when it was? 2008.
2: I, I remember that game because that was back when like the SEC would have these random games on like these random like pay-per-view channels in 08, <laughs> and it was on there, so I had to go to beat-ups to watch the game. I, re- I do remember going to the Lexington pre-cast bar. Um, 2008. <laughs> I do remember going to Buffalo Wild Wings and watching um, Kentucky beat Mississippi State that day. So that was that's how long ago it's been. Yeah,
1: it was a thrilling uh, 14 to 13 contest in lovely Starkville. A weekend I will remember forever mm. because we drove yeah. to Ole Miss to, do, to find something to do.
0: <laughs> Old Sylvester Croom football. Uh, <laughs> who can forget it? <laughs> <laughs> Saw Radar
1: down there for all you Radar fans Ran into him had a nice Woodford in the stands uh with Radar. So Is, UK celebrity sighting.
0: Is Radar still that thing? Is he still Radar? Uh,
1: I don't think he's uh, driving, but I've seen him recently. He goes to a lot of UK baseball games, so he's still around, but I don't I
2: think, think he's uh I think Uber kind of ended uh, Radar's racket there. <laughs> yeah. I think that officially put an end to <laughs> it that. It's
0: tough. Man, the the funniest part about Radar was that he had i mean it was like a passenger van right that he was hauling yeah. people around in but the passenger seat was just filled with garbage i mean you oh it was a mountain of garbage and it's like trevor kelsey he, style oh it was even worse than trevor <laughs> kelsey and like he would say that it was purposeful like he he purposely did it so that like people weren't next to him and bothering him but also how do you acquire that much garbage because it was just to the it was it was it filled the entire seat. I didn't understand.
1: You know, most people think he's a college memory. I actually, me and um, about eight adult men uh, used him to go to a golf scramble, the KSR golf scramble in Louisville. We we took radar as um, as grownups. There were some guys. There were some guys in the group who weren't even familiar. I mean, we're talking; these guys are old enough to have kids that are probably in college, and they're like, "What is this ride? You booked us?" I'm like, "Just move the newspaper. It's fine. We'll get there."
0: Uh, yeah, I, and for those who weren't around for the radar era, I don't, yeah, I don't even really know how to describe radar than he was just a sober driver who was always, he was always there. Home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a great blast from the past. Um, oh man. Yeah, memories, memories. I should probably we, read we it. Right a- oh, go for it. Wait, um, let me see here. Who are we talking about today? Probably game time. I really like game time. It's it's much easier to book get tickets through Game Time than to get a ride through Radar. Uh, there, there's my segue. Um, Drew, I got really excited to watch uh, Nate Borghese on SNL uh, mm-hmm. Saturday night. He's coming to Rupp. I should get tickets through Game Time because Game Time fastest way to get last minute deals on tickets. That's that's not like any time in the very near future. But if I when it comes around, because I'm going to procrastinate and I'm going to ask my buddy who's related to him, be like, Hey, give me tickets. And he'll say, yes, I can. And then it'll be the last minute. And be like, actually, I couldn't get you tickets. I'm going to get on game time and I'm going to use promo code KSR and I'm going to get 20% off of those tickets because that's, that's what happens when you sign up with game time. It's not 20% off, $20 off your first purchase. Still a great deal. Um, so go ahead, do that now, whether you're going to watch Nate Bargatze, great concert, whatever it may be, they will hook you up. Fastest, last-minute tickets, best app out there, game time. Download today, promo code KSR, $20 off your first purchase. Now, where were we?
1: Mississippi State, going down there and not being good at it and seeing radar. What's Remember, pretty- we blocked it. we blocked an extra point just to win. That's how freaky yeah. it is down there. We had to block an extra point just to get the heck out of there.
0: Freddie, what's frustrating to you more, uh, losing to the Tennessee Volunteers or the sound of cowbells?
3: Cowboy, cow, cowbells don't annoy me. Uh, really? No. Matter of fact, I was at a high school game this year, and then all the fans had them. It. It's okay. It's part of the unique deal. Losing to Tennessee is what much more frustrating than hearing cowbells.
0: Well, at high school games, too, it's usually just a couple. It's not like they're playing who let the dogs out and you're hearing like 30,000 of them shake at the same time. That just – well, I could bring earplugs, by the way. Like, like, yeah, that's like a – you need to. Um, It's a real thing. Um, Outdoor press box, it's just – if not, you're going to be – it's brutal. It's brutal. Um, But, Freddie, there was something that happened Saturday, and I've been waiting for you to talk about it. Your favorite play in the world finally worked.
3: Yeah. Hey, listen, one <laughs> one out of seven hundred and twelve this year is, is a good uh, is good for me. So, I'm glad it finally worked. And hey, I'll take it. You know, but I still hate it, right? Yeah. Well, did so there. There was a couple other
0: situations too that I want to get your thoughts on the fourth down cause, the going for it, the play. Call, so, like, did you agree with go like the decision to go for it? or to kick it, or to not go for it? And then did you agree with the play call?
3: I was cool with the decision to go for it. I mean, it's Tennessee. I mean, they're going to score, right? So, you had to keep up with them. I wasn't thrilled with the the vertical to the running back, you know, and I I, I can't imagine in my life that that was the call play or, or that was the focus of that route. That had to have been the third or fourth or fifth option. I don't know. Uh, and then the wildcat kind of, I know Adam's head's getting ready to roll off his shoulders, but you know you had it rolling, man, and you took the ball out of Larry's hands and started a series of wildcat. Two plays later, you're, you know, it is what it is. So, uh, yeah, I was I was cool with the with the fourth down calls. I didn't like you know the vertical to the running back, and and uh, you know I'm glad we finally hit one of those high percentage throws for a touchdown. <sighs> Oh, it, it look it. Can you see?
0: It was Dane open on that play, that fourth and six. Because
2: it, it would have had to been a great throw, and he's got to – It had to been a perfect throw, and Dane's got to get upfield fast. I mean, it's bang bang. They had like a rub there. I don't think Demi ran a great route. Like he, like you got to be on your horse there, and he wasn't because they had him beat. They had the room, but the guy, the Tennessee guy, stayed on top of the route. I think maybe they would – maybe want someone else running that route in hindsight because um, it, it it was open. It just – I don't think he got there fast enough because they did kind of – their focus was burying on mm-hmm. that. When you kind of go back and watch it, I think that's probably a call. Um, they're going to they, – that they would want back uh, for sure. And then, yeah, well, I mean, I, we talked about that Um to me, I, I don't, like, two my, do my biggest problems, the, the fourth and one, fourth and one to start the game, I don't understand why, if you're going to go for it, why has it changed after you're just down 7 nothing. I mean, it's still early in the game. If you're going to go for it second possession, I think you should go for it first possession. Um, and then the field goal, I, I don't think that should that should change your thought process at all. I mean, it was the same situation, you kick one and you don't kick the other, like, I think you're... Your decision making should be the same on both of those. I don't understand why they changed there, would be my only dot on well, that. And I would have liked to have seen them, like, I would have rather see seen them, like, run a draw there on third and 10 than they run that yeah. play they did. Because even if you run a draw, you might pop it, but you're probably going to get four or five yards. And then that, with the 52, becomes a 47, 46. It's much more makeable. And then you put some game pressure on Tennessee in the fourth quarter. In, you weren't able to do that necessarily. And that maybe the game looks different if you have a lead there, as opposed to still being down.
1: That third and eleven was my most frustrating thing of the game. Outside of the stupid catch that wasn't a catch. But I hated not getting Rainer a few more yards. You're down mm-hmm. two. There's ten minutes left in the game. I crowds buzzing. Get him five or, get him something and give him a better chance. And I, I think they're up one there. Instead of throwing it out of bounds, so you don't have a chance. That that one haunted me on Sunday morning when I woke up.
2: Yeah, I mean the well, wildcat. I, I said I'm not going to talk about the wildcat, but like you just <laughs> do it. You take like you have like Leary is just cooking, and you just take all the pressure off of Tennessee's defense. Like if I'm Tennessee's defensive coordinator and they go out wildcat, I'm like, okay, let's catch your breath. We'll stop this run. We get a We'll get a win here. I just, in in a game where you're averaging barely over three yards per rush, I just and I think Ray Davis finished with under three yards per rush. It just didn't make. I I, I just don't know why you go to that there. I and you take the ball out of Larry's hands. I just think that's something that we shouldn't have seen there.
0: Two two plays we need to scrap, right? You know, Wildcat. You had you. We had our fun with you. It was a good time. Yeah. See ya. We, we don't need you. It's We're good. Like We can find other ways. Do the end-around play with Ray Davis. That, that, yeah, was, that was awesome. Yeah,
2: that was beautiful. I love that. That was a great red zone play.
0: Yeah. The Wildcat, see ya. Get out of here. Other one that I'm done with, just scrap it, light it on fire, fart on it, get it the hell out of here. The inside screens just aren't working. It was that, that was the play before the third down play, right after Wildcat, sandwich in between there. Devin Leary can't throw over these defensive linemen. Like part of the way that those screens are supposed to work, you let the defensive lineman come in, you throw it over the top of him. He can't throw it over top of them. And when he does, they don't have the thing blocked. I know that it was like, well, they might have had something here. It's like first off, there was a guy there that nobody was blocking that was ready to bust it up. And even then you would have you had to get a body on him, right? Like I just I those I'm just I'm done with him. I'm I'm completely done with him. And one thing that I know, I know this isn't the air raid like it, can we get a shell across every once in a while? Like, can, can is there no is there zero opportunities for a little yards after catch for these receivers where it's like, I, I love the comebacks with Dane. That was great. And I, I, I might sound nitpicky here. Like, I do like a lot of the things that Kentucky implemented this week. I really love the tempo after the explosives. It felt like those were very efficient, and they helped get Leary into a rhythm. But there's just – there's some stuff, the the screens, the – the just, no. Let's just get it out, get it the hell out of here.
2: Yeah, I think just tight ends and running backs involved in the past game was nice. Jordan Dingle had a big game. Josh Caddis had two 15-plus, uh, I think, yard receptions to get you set up in, with a scoring opportunity. I think the tight ends had a really good game. I think getting the backs like Davis had, I believe, an 11- and a 12-yard catch. So just the distributing the ball um, was good and nice to see. Um, but, again, I just – I think they took the ball out of Leary's hands so just a time or two too much when he's got it. Like, we've waited all year for this. Like, waited all year to get this guy going. He's got it going. And let's not – you know, you're not running the ball. But you're not running the ball. But Tennessee's pass rush was not, like – was not – like I thought, Kentucky's line from a pass pro perspective—they did great, did a really good job. Now a lot, I think a lot of that goes to scheme and getting the ball out, click and Leary not messing around back there. But he's hot. Just let him, just let him go. Like at that point in the game, when you felt like the vibes were turning, you felt like Kentucky was going to win the game because they had the dude at behind center tonight. Like he's going to win this game for them. Like this is why they went and got this guy. So let him go. Do, let him go win it for you. And I don't feel like they did that. And part of that goes to the defense because they didn't give him an opportunity to go win it down one possession in the fourth quarter. Um, but you had that opportunity to start it, and you didn't capitalize on it because you, I think you took the ball out of his hand when you really shouldn't have. But that was my only real big criticism. I think the offense. It was good to see that passing game take off, well, explode against a good defense like that Tennessee defense. It's good defense, and they they let. They lit them up through the air, and that that was a very positive sign.
0: Now I have the the bird dogs question for the panel. It's the million-dollar question. You don't have to spend a million dollars at bird dogs to get the most fashionable clothes in the business, efficient workwear, whether you want shorts that are lined up or very comfortable slacks, shirts. Bird dogs has everything to make sure you're stylish. Um, Hey, also – guys just hint to your wives like hey honey it's christmas i need some new swag bird dogs is going to hook us up put in promo code ksr you're gonna get hydroflash style water bottle with that purchase as well bada boom bada bam that's another gift they can give to somebody go ahead get your holiday shopping done early with bird dogs promo code ksr the bird dogs question mr franklin is this the Devin Leary that we're going to see from here on? Or was this a one? Was this passing performance a one-off?
1: Eileen, uh, yes. And I like that you just said Devin Leary and not the whole everything. Because I, I don't know that I'll think everyone will continue to show up like they have. We'll see about that. But I'll say yes. This was good for Leary's confidence. Uh, got him in the shotgun a little more. Mixed it up a little bit. I love their first touchdown drive, uh, six or seven plays. But Key had two catches. Robinson had a catch. Brown had had two catches. It just I saw him getting in a rhythm, and it seems he really needs to get in a flow like that. I, it won't be all four games the rest of the way, but seventy five percent of them I think we're pleased with how Devin Leary plays.
0: Freddie, do you do you think he's turned a corner? This passing offense is turning a corner.
3: I would love to say yes. But I got one one game compared to what? I mean, they played before that. So um, that that gives me a little pause. That That's fair. Not, not Leary. I mean, I think, he, you know, I don't think we can throw this. Just you can't throw it all on him. But as far as the entire passing game operation, I don't know. Because you're going to get – you, you got you to gotta go against that Bama defense. It's got dudes everywhere. And Louisville defense got dudes everywhere. So – it's going to be a little bit different, but uh, I think I think it was a positive. But I'm weighing the body of work comparison, and we'll see.
2: Yeah, the only thing I would say is they there's two bad pass defenses on this schedule, Mississippi State and South Carolina. So, if you can put some good the games together there, that can build confidence of everybody and rhythm and, and all of that. And we've seen Leary, I, I pulled it today. His close at 2021, he got on a scorcher. Um, and re- really did most of his damage in November, and so and we saw Cohen's offense took off last time he was here in November. Um, went down the road and hung up, hung a fifty burger. Uh, so if that, if those two meet, that then I definitely think you could see some really good things coming for this Kentucky offense. But you have to acknowledge, you know, don't try not to get hook line sinkered by maybe a one hit wonder.
0: Right, um, right. But,
2: but also we've seen – but to, to say that with a one-hit wonder, I, we've seen this OC, this OC and we've seen this quarterback do it before in November, like have a big breakthrough. So I don't think it's like crazy to think it could happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen every game, but I wouldn't be surprised if he has a couple more 300-yard games in him to close out the year.
0: And it would be huge to have it this Saturday um, to, to snap that streak, build some morale. Um, and also it's not just confidence for this year. Because by now, Kentucky's... This season's going to end far short of expectations unless they went out, right? Or if they beat Bama, Louisville, and one of the... You know, like, the, you have to do something extraordinary. This team, it's probably going to be uh, well below our expectations of what we thought. So how you perform does matter down the stretch here. Like, do do we think that this is going in the right way? Like, are the those playmakers, like, are, are you are you going to do enough to talk us into it again next year, right? Because like, that's what a lot of this is, Drew, is, right? It's like, hey, keep me coming back for more. It's, it, Can I sink that putt on 18 that, that gets me back to the course one more time after I chunked it and had a couple snowmen on the back nine? Because that, that's where we're at with this football season. Exactly, and that's why I'm not too – I mean, I'm
1: very disappointed that the loss to Tennessee – and then still lingering Missouri disappointment. But I'm not part of the crowd that's just throwing this whole season away or throwing the coach away yet. Because if they go out and win three or four games, we go, you know what? That was just a weird October. You know, let's let's move on. Just imagine what could have happened if they had done something in that Missouri game. And you kinda you don't forget what happened, but the season's fine, I think, if you win three or four moving out. So I'm not ready to to give up or anything yet, because as you said, you can make that last putt. Now if they don't get any better and those games don't go well, then we got to have some awkward conversations at the end of the year. But I'm still optimistic, not just being fanboy, sunshine pumper. It's just the teams that are head outside of Alabama, it's not crazy to think Kentucky can win all of those. And that's a still a good year, I think. So I'm I'm still hanging in there a little bit moving forward with the
0: rest of the year. And, and to go with that putting analogy too, there aren't any Matt Jones gimmies or Liam Cohn gimmies left. I mean, we don't. You can't just pick it up, right? It's Starkville. No. You haven't that Matt, Matt picks forever. up the
1: Alabama game at Alabama. That's <laughs>
0: that's a Matt gimme. But the thing about it, like, Luckett like mentioned it, it, Freddie. Maybe you can speak more to this, but like, this Mississippi State team is not very good. But you know mm. what? They have to. They have to show up for their coach's sake. Like, they're, they're, yeah. there's a lot riding on it at this game, so you you have to play well early um to kind of smash their hopes and dreams cuz th- this is going to be a desperate football team very, at, at home
3: very desperate and that head coach that fan base those players they got this game circled as this is one we can get you know they've seen they watch tv they see Kentucky against Georgia probably and and, they, and that's how the, the environment's going to be you know I wrote this down earlier Kentucky you know Alabama at home is, is Alabama at home but you're going to have to play in 3 yeah super bowl environments right mississippi state super bowl because they think they can beat kentucky and they have beat them several times then you're going to carolina and i guarantee you that's going to be their super bowl and then if louisville's 10 and one and kentucky rolls in there I'm telling you all know better than me that place will be so they're looking at some crazy environments so they got to go down and get this one on a side note um uh, you, your guy's favorite coach is having a complete meltdown oh, tonight.
0: This is this is great. Yeah, I, we we were going to have to get to this before it ended, but um, uh, Freddie, you you've been all over this story. Um, Dabo Swinney is just losing his marbles right now on the Clemson call-in show because,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Woo, yes, he is.
0: Some, somebody called in, uh, Dabo. He put his foot in his mouth. Right. What, what was his quote a couple weeks ago? we need we need more people to lose need, to get off the bandwagon said, yeah maybe,
1: maybe we should lose a few more games
0: to get some people off this bandwagon well they, they've lost a few more games check that one <laughs> uh they're four and four it's the first time they've had four losses in a season since two thousand eleven uh they're two and four in the ACC too that's equally as bad uh, and <laughs> And the fan called, and that's why somebody, why Clemson's paying him a huge salary to just go four and four. He says, you're part of the problem. And he said, if you want to apply for the job, go for it, and good luck to you. Um, he doubled down, too, Freddie. you like this. To answer your question, I started as the lowest-paid coach in this business. I worked my ass off. I'm not going to oh let God. this smart-ass kid get on the phone tell me how to do my job. I work for the <laughs> board of trustees. Oh, my God. He's crumbling. He can't handle it. The- <laughs> Oh, my goodness. He
1: can't handle it. He's calling out smart-ass kids. I mean, that's <laughs> that's next level. Oh, man, it's great. I don't want to change the I, um, story I work for the.
2: I work for the
0: board is a hell of a line. I work <laughs> for the board. Oh, my goodness. Does Dabble know that the fans can also kind of – Crank up a notch and maybe, you know, get your ass out of there. Like He's, he's about gosh. to find out.
1: The thing uh, is, I, is, he's
0: he's never had a bump in the road either at Clemson, right? Like, it's been just up, up, up. He don't know how to handle it. Things go a little bit uh, – things get a little rocky. They have to keep him long enough. I've, I, every Saturday I wait for him to fall down the hill.
1: I, he can't get out of there without falling down the hill one time. Do not let him leave Clemson. Without tripping, running down that hill one time. Every Saturday, I go to look and I try to catch it live, just hoping he will eat it. Not yet. Don't fire him until he gets to fall down. Maybe that'll wow. be his last game. He'll, <laughs> he'll eat it, running down to play South Carolina this year and lose to uh, Beamer on one foot.
0: Oh, man. I, it'll, it's like my dog when he sees a squirrel on our front porch and he jumps off and his feet give out and he kind of skids on his chest. Like I want to see Dabo do the, the penguin slide on his chest. He falls down.
1: (laughs) Uh, can I butt in with some news? That's very important to the state of Kentucky. That's not football.
0: Yes, please. But butter wait.
1: Kentucky Wesleyan leads Louisville by five with three and a half minutes to go in basketball. And I just want you all to know Kentucky Wesleyan, Wesleyan, those in are the Owensboro, Ryan... Kentucky leads the University of Louisville in the sport of men's basketball now with three minutes left.
2: Those are the fighting Ryan Lemons, right?
1: That, that is correct. Do not let Ryan Lemon have this moment, Louisville. You will never hear the end of it.
2: All American Ryan Lemon. Academic so, All American.
1: Sorry, Freddie. I know we don't talk about
3: that other sport, but this no. is important to the Commonwealth. Is that a real game or is that like a scrimmage? It's, well, they lost Exhibition. the scrimmage
0: last year, too, Freddie. So, like, oh, I, I know that might be puzzling, but at least that team was D3. They're, they're just D2, Kentucky Wesleyan. Um, I thought you were going to say five points before half, and I was like, oh, you know, that happens. No. Teams struggle for a half against exhibitions. Oh, my gosh, the Wesleyan guy. Oh, he missed a layup, and now he's going to the free throw line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: it's beautiful, isn't it? Anyway, that's just – we needed that to cheer us up. You know uh, – Ravel, our other rivalry didn't go so well this past weekend, so we can laugh at that one right now.
3: Man,
0: they suck so bad. Like really, really bad. Like, really, it's really bad. Good to see. Really it's good bad. Good like re- They are very bad at basketball. Uh, Freddie, I think you could coach this team better than Kenny Payne.
3: Absolutely. Um,.
0: <laughs> uh, is is there anything else we need to get off our chest before we end? I know we we probably weren't as animated, but um, I'm not going to lie, uh, folks. Like, oh, you've gone, you're viral again, Roush. It's it's like uh, this is this happens all the time. I get Tennessee fans, they they do this, they do this to me all the time. It's it's I, I'm becoming a little numb, and that that's the part that I worry about is that. I've seen 30 of these and only three of them have sung a different song. So like I'm, I've got a callus built up to the, this, the, the volunteers. And so I, this one, it hurts me, but like, I, I feel like I get over it a little bit quicker cause I've done that before. And I, I, I don't like that. Like that's, that's not a positive sign like it. Like I need to, I, I can't, I can't have this cycle make me numb to it because I hate them and they suck. And they're the worst. I should I should be pissed off.
2: Yeah, I think it's fair to be upset about that loss on Saturday. I think it's fair. Like, you can look back, and they're on the verge of having two pretty disappointing seasons in a row when it was set up for them to really make a run at 9, 10 wins both these years. I think it's fair to be upset about that. I think it's fair to be upset. Like, why, does, why did it take this offense for this long to get going? I think it's fair to be upset. Why did this defense just fall apart when it did? Um, and But I think they do have a chance to get it going here. And But it, it all starts on Saturday. Like, they have to win that game Saturday night. I mean, we keep saying this. They have to win. But um, this is a team that they're for sure better than. They're better than this Mississippi State team. Whereas Missouri, Tennessee, and Georgia are all top 20 teams. So, but you got to go prove that you belong in that up, like towards that top 20 and not towards the bottom, like sub 50. And so Saturday's a big moment. Like it's a place, you know, this is another streak you got to break. Like you got to go win a road game. You got to go win in Starkville. And so I think it's a huge game. But if they can get this one, I think they could potentially get going a little bit. And Alabama's Alabama, but this isn't the, this isn't a typical Alabama team. Like, Arkansas, that just went and fired their offensive coordinator, could be headed to a four-and-eight season, had a chance to win that game in the fourth quarter in Tuscaloosa. They were right there. Um, Alabama in recent road games has not been great. I mean, these games are going to the wire in a lot of their road games. So if you can go into that game with some confidence, I think you've got a chance to, you know, have a good outing there and potentially get into that game in a one-possession game in the fourth quarter. But it's you need to take care of this first one first and you need to build some momentum. You need to figure out some things on defense because this is not – this Mississippi State offense is not near as good as the three you just played. So let's see you have, some, right. have a good out Have you – let's see you get right and let's see this passing game take advantage of what's been a bad pass defense. Let's see the run game get going again. And so I think it's just a huge game from that aspect. Now if they go down there and they need to grind out a 17-14 win, I, I don't think you, you would take a win regardless. You wouldn't feel great about that. But if they go out there and play like you think Kentucky can play – I think it could be a good building block for the rest of the year, but they have to go do it.
0: Um, final, that, that, that feels like a good place to end it. Um, but before we end it, I, I, I do need to ask one more question. Y'all ever been to Memphis in New Year's? Is that where we're going? Might be.
2: I, that's. I feel very – positive that that feels like that feels like the location when you kind of ride them and write everyone else out
0: i mean there's worse places to be be, than beale street i've never been to beale street and i believe that game look it is a nooner if i'm not mistaken
2: yeah i looked it up today it's at like four o'clock so three o'clock local it's like the 29th i I think it's december 29th
0: oh I, i i thought we were getting new year's eve because, like, that's the only way you get this old man out on New Year's Eve is at a bowl <laughs> Like, you think I'm, think I'm going downtown on New Ooh, Year's Eve?
2: We'll have a good time. We'd have a good time in Memphis on December 27th or 28th.
0: Well, and if the I'll Cats win and then it's a 4 o'clock game, then, you know, we, we do our rapid reactions. We write our posts after a big win. And then we go waddle around uh, like booze hound ducks down on Beale Street. That <laughs> doesn't sound like a bad time.
2: <laughs>
1: If it's Memphis, you all
0: might be a party of
1: three uh, with me or four with Steven, too, me tagging along.
2: We have to go to some barbecue joints and do some YouTube content if it's Memphis. Do they have to do some barbecue reviews?
0: And and not only, like, like, when we were at the draft at Kansas City, when it's like you get three meats for your plate and you're like, three meats? I mean, I guess I have to, but that was where I learned what the meat sweats were. Uh, I've heard about the meat sweats, but I was like, "Oh man!" Like I, I understand. Like it, this is, this is a lot. This is a lot. I, I don't think I consumed any alcoholic beverages afterwards because I was just a walking meatball afterwards. So <laughs> yeah, uh, make me a meatball. I don't care.
2: And Vegas is not an option for the SEC. I see that in the chat right now. It alternates Big Ten SEC, and this is a Big Ten year.
0: So, <laughs> Wesley yeah. just hit a three.
2: <laughs> SEC cannot go to Vegas.
0: Oh, five point game with ninety seconds left. All right, so we 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 just gotta be our play by play people for our non ESPN yeah, Plus yeah. folks down the stretch here. I mean, Louisville is just not finishing at the rim, and the refs are bailing them out every time. It's it's pretty ridiculous. Um, apologies for derailing it, but this is hilarious. Um, a- absolutely. Hilarious.
1: I mean, uh, let's defend Louisville. Wesleyan—they got a good team this year. Uh, good jerseys. Yeah, they almost got jerseys with their names on them. Um, not uh, not quite that big of a year.
0: Are these reversibles?
1: I'm not sure. Kind of. Ah, Louisville. There are that crowd. At least some people stayed. I'm surprised anyone's there.
0: Oh, the volleyball team draws way bigger crowds than the basketball team. And I that's like not even in close to an exaggeration.
1: There's uh I know I no one can see this, but Scott Clark, former former future cat there in Louisville Gear. It's gonna be a tough L they're gonna hold here in a second.
0: Yeah, he um he's he's uh he's something else, that guy. He is. Yeah.
1: They all are. <laughs> everyone um. everyone think about Kenny Payne tonight when you when you lay down to bed, you kiss your family and Turn off the lights and tuck yourself in. Just think about Kenny Payne. You know what? I don't.
0: I can't feel that bad for him because I know like this is embarrassing for him to come back to his alma mater and just fail so miserably. But like he's getting paid very well to fail. I mean, I wish I could. It's like our, our guy Brian Ferentz. I mean, look it. It's it's a it's a shame to see him go. But like. He's getting paid very well to not be good. And, like, some would argue that I'm doing the same thing, but I'm not getting paid very well. Like, <laughs> he can finally
2: – the the quiet quitting can just end. Yeah. Like they're just like, finally moving on from him. So, let's just let's just go. I, I, we will miss college football. Internet will miss the jokes for sure.
1: I'm I was about, a little thrown off by this. Is it mathematically impossible to average 25 or whatever it is now? It, it feels a little premature to me. He's got time left.
0: Well, I think that's what they were trying to do—is to try to like do In this that, yeah. now before they made it like. You know, it's it's December and we're talking. They need about forty-eight it
2: points per game. To, will, <laughs> <laughs> will they score fifty-two against Nebraska? To extend Brian Firth. Yeah, I don't think let Brian get hot. There. I'm sure it was a couple-week thing. They were trying to finally get it done so they could end the jokes.
0: Oh my gosh, Well, The the rest are trying their best to just give him a shot.
1: Did, did Wesleyan get its own offensive rebound there?
0: They did, and uh, wow. dribbled out like 30 more seconds. And uh, jump ball six seconds on the clock. Wesleyan's up three. They got the ball underneath their basket with 42 to play. So I
1: just need Ryan Lemon to have this moment. Can we get uh, a post-game show? I bet we can get a post-game <laughs> show. Let me send him a text. Well, let's get Ryan Lemon on the air.
0: Oh, they just <laughs> oh, they scored again. Inbounds play. Oh, my gosh, they ran an inbounds play. Now Scott Cork's going to try to make something happen. Oh, man, they gave him a foul on that, too. Gosh, the refs really are trying to help him. I would love to. I forgot about
2: the basketball refs at the end.
0: Yeah, that's why, like, I'm not – we have our mobile sports gambling now in Kentucky, and I'm not looking forward to betting on um, these, like, basketball games because it's just the fouls, the whistles. It's It's gross. It's gross. you know it isn't gross though Freddie uh, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are ass kickers.
3: Yeah, how about that I watched that.
0: I fully expected the Steelers to show like a backbone there but I mean five in a row there's some dudes. They are you know,
3: certified dudes in Jacksonville. The Steelers had nothing for Luke, Luke Fortner so <laughs> he single-handedly won that game for the Jaguars. <laughs> Two good, two good whirlwinds in a row for the Jacks
2: uh, at New Orleans and at Pittsburgh back to back. Two not bad teams to so win back to back on the road like that is not easy. So that was two good wins for the the fighting cats down there in Jacksonville.
0: Are the are the, are your cats all the way back? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you said that with like a, you're you're scared to say it <laughs> like just like a,
2: yeah. I say yeah. Uh, if that's my if that's the Joe Burrow I'm getting, I'm gonna have a lot of good Sundays. I have a feeling here over the next few months. Titans would you rather Steelers. have Joe
1: Burrow? Would you rather have Joe Burrow or Will Levis right now? Ooh, <laughs>
2: I'll, I'll take uh, number nine. Please. All right,
0: uh, it's your it's your funeral. Yeah. It's your funeral. Yeah.
2: Good luck with that.
0: <laughs> I mean, Levis versus Steelers on Thursday night. We get we, Amazon Prime. Will first row game.
2: Yeah, first row game.
0: Um. That should I like that I know people like to they're gonna to want to joke about how it's gonna be an ugly game, but I'm gonna be locked in. I'm gonna be super locked in. It's exciting. Exciting times. This uh, is should,
1: my uh this is my I'm so glad Kentucky basketball plays an exhibition game Thursday night face.
2: Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
0: That's uh this is that's my excitement face. Well you just do the look and just double screen. I mean, yes. no like Drew, here's the thing nobody's going to know if you didn't watch the game, if, even if you were there. I mean, M- Matt said that the blue-white game was a 4-on-4, and like nobody batted an eye. You know? like, I didn't. People...
2: I, had, I had no clue. I mean, yeah, of course it was 4-on-4. Why wouldn't it be? Right. right. <laughs>
0: that, that was one of his bigger
1: facts or optionals of all time when he just completely reformatted the game. I mean, I,
2: I, 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 I was just like, "Yeah, we'll just, yeah, of course, Cal would play four on four in Northern Kentucky. Why wouldn't he?" Oh no, know. we
1: have we have we have drama in the Um Center. Look out! We have a chance to tie.
2: Uh-oh. Oh
1: no, they're dribbling it out. I think it's illegal to do play by play, so I'm not talking about any game in particular. Scott Clark at the butt, not at the buzzer. No. Nope. Oh, it looks like it got blocked. What? Oh my gosh, a foul! You're way! ahead three, of me. Man. Sorry, it wasn't at the buzzer at all.
0: 16 seconds left. See, I'll I'll use ESPN Plus to watch a Louisville crumble on exhibition, but boy, white game. Uh, sorry, sorry, guys.
1: We should play Louisville four on five. They can have five,
2: four.
1: <laughs> I think it'd be fair. I all mean, threes are
2: twos. Kentucky didn't get threes; they could just get twos.
0: There, there's a lot of uh, like little brother stuff, but that, that really is like, all right, we're only going to play left handed today. All right, you guys can play normal. We're going to play left-handed. Oh, man, they suck. They really, really do suck.
1: And they just missed a free throw. Wesleyan going to the line up two with 15 seconds. I mean, not that, because we're not talking about any game in particular. But Hypothetically, a purple team is going to the line up two.
3: So,
2: who do you all think when Saturday we'll do some football talk in between? Kentucky, or Alabama or LSU?
3: Freddy? Where's the game?
2: Tuscaloosa. 7:30 <clears throat> kickoff.
0: LSU. Jayden Daniels like that it does feel like a, who do I trust more at quarterback game and i trust Jayden Daniels but it's a can Alabama take advantage of LSU's just awful awful defense. Yeah. Right. First, yeah free throw's I'm at. first free throw is
1: good. First free throw is good.
2: That's where I'm at. It feels like LSU should win that. But how bad, and like, just can the defense get the stops? Uh, but, like, Jane Daniels has been awesome. So, I, that's a hard one for you to pick. I think I would lean Alabama at this point, but probably come Saturday I'll probably be on that LSU side.
0: Like that. Uh Wesley ends up four with 15 seconds to go. Louisville's going to get the ball. Um, who else do we got? That, what other big games do we got this weekend? We'll just We'll just do that.
2: We got nothing really in the Big Ten because all those teams are waiting to play each other. Um, I think that happens later. Missouri-Georgia, do you all think Georgia covers the 16-and-a-half?
1: I thought they weren't going to cover last week, and I was very wrong, so I'm taking Georgia. I think I've been wrong on Georgia games all year. Whichever side I take, I'm wrong.
0: K-State at Texas, might that has some potential to be fun. Yeah, um,
2: and the last Bedlam is this week, too. Oklahoma at Oklahoma State you oh we've got Boz atmosphere. and
0: uh Boz and Gundy are talking smack to each other on the line uh Gundy was talking about how he spit in Boz's face and Boz is like I'll meet you at the 50 yard line <laughs> oh my um, gosh! yeah which like you want to talk about a great old man fight those dudes like because old men fights Freddie you know how it is you just got to fight dirty right like you can't fight for long <laughs> so like those dudes would just go right for the jugular You
3: got to get it done the first two and a half seconds, or it ain't happening. So, you know, you got to score on the first possession, or you're going to get beat.
0: Uh, Wesleyan did the just whatever we do, don't foul approach. So we'll we'll cut it to two with the layup. 6.9 seconds. Wesleyan's going back to the free throw line. Uh, You you sure you're not going to be elected? Yeah, like,
2: are you on Northwestern Iowa under? Or are you going to be on it?
0: Yeah, and I think I need to get on it now because it's at twenty nine and a half, and I think it's actually going to go down. Right, like, <laughs> oh my
2: gosh, how low can we get this thing? And then uh, I'm gonna—you almost have to play it just for the ride. Yeah, one way yeah. or the other.
0: Oh, which by the way, uh, our pigskin preview picks were not great last no. week. No, so, yeah, the only one bad. that got home is Mich- Minnesota picked off a pass at the goal line to preserve a 40-point under. Um, oh, four point game. They're, Louisville's not going to be able to do it. I did it too fast. Oh, man, three. they hit a three to make it a one-point game with the second left. Oh, my gosh. Oh, banana you know, land.
2: Rest in peace, hey. Sam Ball. I don't think we addressed that. We did not. Good call.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Shane Shane was a teammate of mine. is a teammate of mm, mine. Yeah. And that's his dad. Yeah, Sammy was a legend, man uh consensus – hold on, I got – he was a consensus first-team All-American, first-team All-SEC, first-round draft choice by the Baltimore Colts and uh, won a championship and won a Super Bowl with the Colts. So, yeah, great dude, man. He, he was really, really good dude. He spoke at one of our banquets and good family and prayers to Shane Owen, that whole ball family, and he's, he's a legend, will always be remembered.
1: He did the walk-off Super Bowl. The just retire. I got my mm-hmm. I got my ring. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Play, blocking for Johnny Unitas.
0: Yeah, he also um, when Darian Kennard was a consensus All American, uh, it was like I don't think there had been another one since Sandball uh, like that. that <laughs> he was always the like the linchpin, you know, like because he he was that good. He was great. I think I want to say he was a top five pick in the draft. Too?
3: Yeah, he was, you know, he just Mr. Everything. The, yeah, Mr. Everything. One of the best players to ever play at Kentucky, regardless of the generation or era. So, yeah, he was, he was, I mean, when you're a consensus All American, you're pretty daggone good.
0: Well, and that, those teams of Bradshaw there in the mid 60s, like, they were a couple wins away from being special every year. Rick Kessner, Rick Norton, like, they had some dudes. They, they upset that number one Ole Miss team. Um, so they they had some ball players back in the day. That's you know it, it gets overlooked because uh, you know they didn't have that big pop with like a big bowl win, um, but they had some really good ball players there. And uh, Sam Ball is definitely one of the best of the best. So rest in peace to to one of the Big Blue Nation's best ever. Oh, and we have a foul. Um, Louisville dude like concussed himself trying to foul.
1: <laughs> Interesting Hail Mary heave there.
0: Yeah. Yeah kind tragic. I just now
2: seen it. Yeah,
0: it was like a shot to bury on. High risk, Nick, high reward. Nick,
1: <laughs> Nick, you you know that university and that in that city. Like if they lose this, not that anyone was going to get on board, but the first few games, I'm sure some people would show up and have a drink. Like, does anyone even bother going?
0: Oh no! And the thing is, too, is Louisville fans. They very. Like, when they tune out, they tune all the way out. Like, look, at I've been to Southern Miss games with, like, a thousand people there, you know, in the, in the football stands, right? Like, when they go out, they go all the way out. And it was bad last year. You can't – they don't even act like the basketball program exists right now. It's just like Braum or nothing.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, male, male Trinity, St. X, Ballard all have better attendance to their hoops games. Yeah, January, it's, February. It's going
0: to be bad. Um I wonder if they even will take tickets at the door. Like is it just Should we, should we try to go go in there and just like record a show? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like Let's we just- do the KSR I- football podcast
1: live from a, a Monday like, Louisville game.
2: You know, there's a there's a random like Wednesday night, they'll play Pitt or Clemson or whoever in the ACC, Boston College. Just go in there and just go sit in the fifteenth row somewhere on by ourselves and just record like a thirty minute podcast.
1: I think we should do it. We should just start a little basketball podcast where we just go <laughs> sit in the crowd and talk about how no one's there. Every week, we just talk about how people aren't there.
0: Oh, look at, look at that seat.
1: How have I'm, they managed to stretch this game into 15 more minutes? There was a minute left when we decided to do this, this exercise.
0: Call hoops,
2: man. It's back. This
1: is what Oh, no,
0: and now they're replaying. I mean, like, what are we What are we doing here? I, All right. I will say. Going it's to almost the over,
1: Freddie. Young... S- just hang in there.
0: Going to the Yum Center to like drink and have a good time, like that, it's I, I enjoy myself. Um, uh, been to a couple volleyball games this year, uh, even got on the Jumbotron once, yeah, because you were the you had a 50 50 shot, it was you were the
1: other person there.
0: Well, well, that would be great if the Jumbotron just <laughs> they got to have like the SID come over, like stop putting those guys on. Stop. Oh, oh. That's the contest, is going to a Louisville game to see how many times we can get on the Jumbotron because they have to put somebody else on there.
1: Uh, It's over.
0: 71-68.
2: Your
1: University of Louisville Cardinals fall to 0-1 in the preseason.
2: We can wear a Kenny Payne won those games (laughs) t-shirts.
1: Kenny Payne might be at a U.K. game in U.K. gear uh, before our football season's over.
0: (laughs) Oh, he talked about the blue-white scrimmage. People got so mad. That was great. Oh, yeah, I know.
3: Well, that uh, was fun.
0: That was fun. Well, this has been great. Thanks to Justice Dental for sponsoring the KSR Football Podcast that sometimes goes play-by-play for Louisville basketball losses because it's such hilarious entertainment. We appreciate you all for tuning in with us. We'll be back next week for more. Go Cats and go Kroger.